This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Episode 91, Effective Goal Setting. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. This is Jill. And we are talking about goal setting mm. and we're, we're not talking about like smart goals and stuff like you think we're going to be talking about. <laughs> we are, we're going to ruffle some feathers today. Whoa. Are we, are we? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not ready not. to ruffle feathers, but we'll, we'll this talk about more than smart goals. Yeah, Maybe that'll we will, ruffle feathers we in were, the goal setting world. Yeah, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to reflect on some goals. We're going to talk about our goals for this year and um, goal planning meetings, how to set and reach goals. So all the things that you want in a goal setting episode. That's what we've got for you today. Yeah. And doing it mid-January, you know, not the start of January. Right. Because you took two weeks to read about goals and you're still on the fence. (laughs) So here we are to, to bring it home. Yes, let's just do it. But first, a word from our sponsors. This episode is also brought to you by to-do lists. Mm. Got a lot of stuff to do and can't keep track of it all? Make a to-do list. You can use anything to make your to-do list. Advertisement envelopes, the back of a CVS receipt, the notes app on your phone, your arm. All surfaces suffice for the to-do list. And don't forget to cross off everything on the list. Didn't do any of the tasks? Always start your list with make to-do list so you can feel like you've done something, no matter how irrelevant. <laughs> to-do list. Make one today. Mm. Mm. I, yeah, that. just Love writing things. Sometimes on my to-do list, I will write down things I've already done that day so that I can cross it off so I can see, all right, should. I did do things today. Yeah. It just happened before the to-do list happened. Yes. Make to-do list. Get out of bed. Maybe not in that order. Um, first two things on the list and uh, everything else is gravy. Perfect. Yeah. Well, let's get into it now that you've, uh, we've established how we accomplish our goals with to-do lists by getting out of bed and making to-do lists. Uh So today's first article is from mindtools.com and it is the golden rules of goal setting. So five rules to set yourself up for success. And I love getting set up for success. 
So I really liked this one. How about you, Jill? Really good. Yeah. I always love the succinct articles. I, you know, the list yep. of 35, they're all fine and good, but you usually have to weed through them for the five good things. And this just cuts straight to the chase. Yeah. And usually, so Google prioritizes thing articles that are longer. So that's why you see these lists of 50, 35, 100. Um, but Mind Tools is is just a good website. And so Google puts it up in the algorithm. And uh, you'll see why when you read this article. So I like that they say, even before they get into the first, the, the five things, is that it needs to start with careful consideration of what you want to achieve. So before we just rush to set goals, set goals, sit down and actually think, what are my priorities? I love that term, careful consideration, probably because I love alliteration and rhyming. (laughs) Whoa, look at me and my timing. I don't know. (laughs) Jen, save me. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No. Let's start, let's just start with let's start with the five golden rules. The first one is set goals that motivate you. So definitely once you determine that your goals are relevant, that they will get you to where you need to be, you want them to be big enough to motivate you. So not, you know, just make a to-do list, but you want them to be relevant uh, and and get you closer to your goal and that is going to motivate you. Yeah, you need to have a value for achieving it. And it has to be related to your highest priorities in life. And I know that Jen will probably talk about goal competition because she loves talking about that. But this is related to that of Mm -hmm. where are the big rocks in your life as far as the, the things that take up the most space and are the biggest priorities and look to set goals around those things first. Yes, So number two of the five golden rules, I know we said we weren't going to talk about it, but we are going through this article. So we're going to put it out there for you. Set smart goals. So if you've been in this space for a while, you are familiar with what smart goals are. If not, I'll quickly run through it, but we won't spend a ton of time on this. It's what every single goal setting article, podcast, anything says because it's good. It it is good. It yeah, just is there's a reason. recycled content. But yeah. smart goals talk to the type of goals that you need to set for them to be effective. And it's just a helpful acronym. So it stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Your goals need to have each one of these categories checked off in order for them to be a really good, probably goal that you will achieve if you have looked at it from all of these angles. It's just a good tool to have in your tool belt. So it it does fall under the golden rules of goal setting. Yeah. Set a smart goal. Um, But here's one place where you can get um, maybe set back with using the smart framework. And uh, the, the framework makes sure that the goals are attainable and relevant, um, but it doesn't make that assure that they are challenging. So the smart framework allows you to make goals that are small, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it can tempt you to do because you want to be able to attain it in a time sensitive manner. So yes, it will get you towards your goal in smaller increments, but I think we have to look outside of the SMART framework and set stretch goals. So goals that aren't initially um, maybe seemingly possible. And then once you have your stretch goal, you make your SMART goals around those. So they say the first one should be motivational. Um, And I would just translate that into being like a stretch goal. Mm. So something that you don't initially think you can achieve and then try and make goals that will get you to that. And like, yeah, you might not achieve it, but you'll get so much further than if you had just been making uh, smaller SMART goals. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my only qualm with the SMART framework. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can sometimes set our mindset to only making it just super realistic, which yeah. helps us to ha- form habits and maybe check off, like you said, these smaller things. But it's not necessarily the framework that's going to get us to those dream level type goals. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about how to do that in the next article, too. Nice. Okay. Number three is write it down. Even you non-type A people out there, write it down. There is so much power in putting something on paper, but not just that, getting it out of your head. There, There's something about our connecting from what's happening in our brain to putting it out in a tangible way. And this applies in a lot of other areas of life, not just goal setting, although I won't go down that rabbit trail. But there is something to actually getting it out of our heads and putting it down on paper with our hands. And Mm -hmm. with that, I like this tip that the article gives to watch your words They do matter. So where we might be tempted to say, I would like to read 20 books this year. Instead, I will. And it puts this extra level of urgency, um, discipline, and determination to it. If we don't give ourselves that wiggle room of the words that we choose. It can just Mm -hmm. then carry a different weight to it. So be careful with the words that you put to it and write it down. Yeah. And further breaking that down into, I will read a book every, I will finish a book every two weeks. Mm. So breaking that down and giving yourself um, an even more like specific time. That's that, like going into that SMART goal framework is giving yourself a SMART goal for every single step of the bigger stretch goal. Yeah. Four is make an action plan. Um, So this is where goal planning meetings come in. And every powerful couple that I see, Mm. they have goal planning meetings. Mm. This happens with very successful people have goal planning meetings with their spouse or partner And very successful people, if they're not married, have goal planning retreats or meetings just with themselves. Like this is something they make a priority and they sit down and do. This was the main reason I created the financial freedom planner that I have on my website. It is a planner just for a goal planning meeting. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also have a free printable that you can use for a goal planning meeting. 
If you go to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash goals, so G-O-A-L-S, you can get a free goal planning meeting worksheet. So it's going Mm -hmm. to have your one stretch goal at the top and then two smart goals that will help you get closer to that. Um, And then at the bottom, some strategies you can implement to get closer to achieving those smart goals. And, And we'll talk about strategies later. But so that's kind of the format for having a goal planning meeting. You are establishing your stretch goal. You are deciding on one or two SMART goals to use uh, to start out with, and then you are figuring out the changes that you need to make to get closer to those SMART goals. Mm -hmm. So that is, you know, your three-step action plan for a a goal planning meeting. And it's essential. Like we do it. We did it in uh, when we were in Mexico last month on vacation. We didn't have a paper or scrap, like any scrap paper. So we did it on the back of paper coasters. Oh, is how yes. we, yeah, we wrote our goals for for just January on the back of some coasters. Oh, while you were at an all inclusive <laughs> resort, yes. there's nothing better to dream big <laughs> than when you're laying on the beach. Yes, on our balcony of our suite. Oh, okay. Right on some coasters. That's amazing. <laughs> so number five of the five golden rules is stick with it which doesn't sound super tangible, but it is related to numbers three and four of writing it down, having an action plan, and then sticking with it. That That is key. If you don't mm-hmm. stick with it, then you're not going to accomplish your goal. That's just obvious. So building in these activities, so the action plan, right? what you just said, Jen, of having the meeting with your husband, but then continuing to meet from there and reevaluating. How are we doing? Are there any shifts that we need to make? Is this still high priority? Have we accomplished the goal? Do we need to set a new goal? Like constantly reevaluating and having reminders, which I also think the tangible piece of that is number three of writing it down. Because if it's written down and if you have some sort of visual constantly, then it does make it easier for it to be at the forefront of your mind and for you to be able to stick with it. So if there's some way for it to be a regular reminder or a visual or even an alarm in your phone that goes off every two weeks or a meeting planned every month, whatever it is, have a way that you know will work for you for you to be able to stick with that thing. Yeah, definitely. So that's all for this one. Um, So Our next article is from James Clear. He's the author of Atomic Habits, and he is a brilliant mind Mm -hmm. in the world of habit formation, and I really enjoy his writing. So he has a really unique perspective on goals, and uh, it's that you shouldn't make them. But (laughs) (laughs) we're looking at his um, article on goal setting, uh, and it's called A Scientific Guide to Setting and Achieving Goals. Uh, So what did you think about this one, Jill? Oh, this spoke to my logical brain so much. And I do think that for those who are a bit more concrete thinkers, who aren't your dream board creators out of cut up pieces of magazines, this article's for you. It really Mm -hmm. breaks it down as far as what works when we understand the human psyche what actually helps us to do the things that we want to do. 
And I wrote even in our outline, science and strategy. What he goes into is talking about those two things and why it works and how to do the things to actually get at what what we want to see achieved in our life. So love this perspective. Yeah. Uh, making a goal is the easy part. Yeah, It is easy to make a stretch goal, make smart goals, but it's that final part of what are the strategies that you're going to use to actually do these goals. And I just love how he breaks that down and, and tries to change your mindset from a smart goal framework to a forget your goals and just focus on the systems that will take you there. And I don't I don't think you should forget your goals. I think you should still make goals or we would be having a completely different episode topic right now. Yeah. Um, but I think his view on focus, focus on the strategies that get there um, and you're going to have a much like higher percentage rate of reaching those SMART goals. Yeah. So the first item that stood out to me in this article, and it is quite long. It's fantastic though. So feel free to check it out on your own time. But the first one that I want to highlight here is where he talks about stacking your goals, meaning to be super specific. And again, my more logical side of my brain loves this because he is pulling upon research saying that research has shown that you are two to three times more likely to stick to your goals if you have a specific plan on where and how and what and why you're going to do the things that you're doing, which, okay, yeah, that's kind of related to SMART goals, but he doesn't even talk about SMART goals, which is so fun. So <laughs> they they used, within the research that he's talking about, they use the specific phrase saying that if you fill in this phrase, you are so much more likely to actually accomplish it. So he gives the example of during the next week, I will partake in at least blank amount of time of vigorous exercise on blank day at blank time of day at blank place. So you can see how specific it's getting, like literally down to what time are you going to do this thing? And having written that out and being so specific actually makes you two to three times more likely to do that thing. Yeah. So just like if you have a goal to read 20 books this year, then I'm going to read for 20 minutes before I go to bed every single night. And I will read, you know, break your book up into pages and say, I'm going to read at least 20 pages, but no more than 50. And and so one of his things is like have upper bounds. Yeah, That's, that's the next one. I'm getting out of order. I am going to talk about the other one I want to talk about, but mm-hmm. uh, the next one, the next one is to have upper bounds. So yeah, we say, I want to read, uh, you know, 20 pages a night. So his thing is, instead of just saying, I want to read at least 20 pages, say, I want to read at least 20 pages, but no more than 50. Mm-hmm. So giving yourself that upper bound, it motivates you. It, it subconsciously motivates you to go beyond your minimum. Mm-hmm. And you want to go further to that upper bound. Versus if, you know, my goal is to do at least five push-ups a day, I'm doing five push-ups. But if my goal is to do 
at least five push-ups, no more than 20, I'm more likely to go for 20 or or at least 18 or something. Mm-hmm. Personally, I will go for none. But that's kind <laughs> of, that's the psychological effect. Just those simple words and that simple phrase has on our actions. But what he's also arguing about the upper bound is that it does have a cutoff in that sometimes we could say, I want to read 50 pages tonight. But if we don't set the upper bound, then we might get carried away and read 500 pages. But then now what? Because then the next day it's like, well, that's, I read so many. We might feel like, that's what I need to do now, now that I've proven that I can do that. And it creates unsustainability that it's not going to have much longevity to it. Then, And so he's arguing that there really is this specific area where we experience the maximum achievement or our maximum potential. And if we push too far beyond that, then it's no longer sustainable. So finding where that happy medium is of where you achieve the most, but it's also creating longevity. So there's there's multiple purposes for the upper bound. Super interesting concept. Um, mm-hmm. Encourage you to try it out. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Now that I have kids, I'm hyper aware of the information I put online. But unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Our personal information is everywhere on the internet, and I don't have time to monitor and take it off every website. That's why I personally use Delete Me. Delete.me is a service that finds and removes any personal information from hundreds of data broker websites and make sure it stays off. Delete.me isn't just a one-time service. It's always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. I signed up, completed a questionnaire, and they took it from there, submitting opt-out requests to data broker sites and keeping my personal info private. To take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete.me. Now, at a special discount for our listeners, today get 20% off your Delete.me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash frugal and use promo code FRUGAL at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL and enter code FRUGAL at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL, code FRUGAL. Yeah. Another one that I am passionate about is ruthlessly eliminating your goals. And this comes back to goal competition. Um, I'm a big fan of the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller. 
And it states if you focus on one thing at a time, you're more likely to um, reorganize your priorities and commit to that one thing like more fully with less um, decision fatigue and less goal competition. Mm -hmm. And so you reach goals faster, more efficiently um, into a higher degree than you would have if you're going for multiple goals at the same time. So that's why there's only one stretch goal on the goal planning worksheet. Um, And you can have a few smart goals that point to that stretch goal. But even those goals that point to the main goal, you shouldn't be working on a lot of them at the same time. Um, I wouldn't do more than two. Because once you have the SMART goals, then you have to work on changing your lifestyle and your habits. And you can't change your habits and lifestyle drastically um, at any given point in time. So you have to further it down and only pick a few things from your life to change at a time. Mm -hmm. So it all kind of works in tandem. And so that's why I am passionate that you should just be focusing on as few things as possible at once um, to to ensure that you reach them and mm-hmm. you reach them well, that you're not just floundering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think relates to actually setting goals, not just things you're already doing. I think sometimes mm-hmm. we can get confused with that of something that I'm already doing and maybe I just want to do it a little bit more. Okay, that's that's kind of doable without sitting down and doing an entire action plan and constant follow-up meetings. Don't cloud all of your goals with just something that's already a part of your rhythm. That That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about these big goals that's going to take effort, that's going to take sacrifice, that's going to take determination, an area of life that you have lacked motivation, but it's really a big priority to you. That's what mm-hmm. we're talking about. Yeah. And having too many goals at the same time, like your goals uh, could change over the years. They mm-hmm. will change over the years. And if you are working at too many things right now, then you're going to you're going to inevitably work towards things that in a few months or years won't be your goal anymore. And so you're going to make progress to something that doesn't matter anymore. And I have done that so many times mm-hmm. in my life. Um and I personally I feel like it's wasted time. Like in in the grand scheme of things, it's not no time working towards a goal is wasted, but I feel like I could have been investing in something um better. Um, that got me to my niche goal. So that's another reason. I love the story he tells about rose bushes. And it's, he says, as a rose bush grows, it creates more buds than it can sustain. And if you talk to an experienced gardener, they'll tell you that a rose bush needs to be pruned to bring out the best in both their appearance and performance. Mm. So in other words, if you want a rose bush to thrive, then you need to cut away some of the good buds so the great ones can fully blossom. Mm. And it is a mantra to live by that you're not just pruning away bad stuff out of your life. You're pruning away good stuff too, but it's in order for the great stuff to fully blossom. Such a helpful illustration, especially Mm -hmm. if you've gardened before. If you haven't, then it kind of takes some explaining. But I learned that with tomato plants that you've got, yeah, you've got to take snap off, snip off some of the buds to get some really amazing, juicy tomatoes. So you might get less, but you'll get better. 
Yeah. Tomatoes. Mm. I don't garden, so I don't know anything about that. Well, I just I told you. you about that. So yeah, now you I can apply you. it to your life. <laughs> so if you want like a rose-shaped life or a tomato-shaped life, yeah. follow these mantras. <laughs> um, the last thing that I want to point out in this article, and it, it really is good. You should definitely read it. Anything by James Clear, I'm a big fan of, is how to align your environment mm. with your goals. Yeah, because good. I feel that is the biggest barrier that we have to to meeting our goals it, and to changing our lifestyle and implementing strategies to achieve our goals is our environment. Um, so he gives some like smaller, smaller examples. So if you sleep with your phone next to your bed, then checking social media and email as soon as you wake up is likely to be your default decision. Mm -hmm. If you walk into your living room and your couches and chairs all face the television, watching television is the likely default decision. If you keep alcohol in your kitchen, drinking consistently, more likely to be default decision. It's like he's at my house um, <laughs> talking to me, if we're being honest. <laughs> um, and then, so he says, the, so figure out ways to make your default decision healthier. Um, so if you keep a dumbbell next to your desk at work, then pumping out some quick curls is more likely to be your default decision. <laughs> I don't know in what world. Quick curls, girl. Yeah, I, I don't know in what world that would ever be my default decision. But <laughs> if you've got carpet you. in your office, then doing push-ups is more likely to be your default decision. <laughs> sure. Um, here's one I can get on. If you keep a water bottle with you throughout the day, then drinking water rather than soda is more likely to be the default decision. Um, if you place floss in a visible location, like next to your toothbrush, flossing becomes more likely to be a default decision. So it's figuring out what it takes to achieve your SMART goals and setting up your environment um, to be more conducive to that. So for me, so this is on a bigger level, and it may not be for everyone, but... Um, relationships was a big uh, factor in keeping me in debt. I wanted to maintain relationships with people that wanted to go out all the time. Mm. And so I needed to make my environment more conducive to paying off debt. And I had to make new friends, which for an introvert is super hard. <laughs> um, but I had to make new friends that didn't want to spend money. Yeah, And it's not that I like forgot the ones that did. But I just, I couldn't hang out at the places they wanted to hang out. And so instead of being a lonely hermit, I, you know, decided to make, do the hard thing and make new friends. Mm -hmm. And that was something that, so my default decision was to do free activities. That's how I changed my environment to align with my goals. I love the science and strategy in this and the simple things that he gives here of creating visual cues, having simplicity with it, right? That does sound so simple. Carry around water. You're more likely to drink water. Just recognize that as humans, that is what we are most likely to do. The thing that is mm -hmm most readily available, the easiest, most accessible, the thing that we hardly even think about, we just do because it's right there. Look at those aspects of your life and how can you create minor changes there that will help you towards your larger goals? Mm -hmm. Good word. Yeah. You know what else is a good word? Ooh, always a good word. It's the... Yes. 
Bill of the Week. That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hi, Jen and Jill. This is Ellie and I'm contacting you from Brisbane in Australia. I just want to say how much I love your podcast. I've just discovered it a couple of weeks ago and I've been really enjoying it. So thank you. Um, I also was inspired to send my own bill story because I really love your Bill of the Week section. So my Bill of the Week story for you is actually, for me, a bill of the year. And it's about my power bill. So we have solar panels on our roof. And because of that, we only get one power bill every year in winter when we don't generate a whole lot of power. For the rest of the year, we actually get credit back from our our power company because our solar panels generate enough power to meet our own power needs, but the excess power that we don't use goes back into the grid and the solar, the power company pays us for that. So that's really fantastic. Um, And the reason that we were able to get solar panels on our roof is that we're really frugal. And many years ago, we we saved up and we also used a government grant, a rebate to be able to get the solar panels, which has been fantastic. So we've had really low power expenses for years now. Anyway, thanks for your podcast and for validating my frugality. I didn't realize frugality was a thing until I discovered your podcast. Um, So thanks very much and keep up the great work. I'm really enjoying it. Thanks. Bye. Oh my gosh, Ellie. That's amazing. Ellie, thanks for calling in from Australia. I've never been there, but that is on my bucket list. One of the places I'd love to go. So, so fun to have a frugal friend in Australia. And how amazing. Not only, I mean, this really is the quintessential of frugality, what you're sharing with us of not just how you saved up to be able to buy the solar panels, how it saves you money, but also how environmentally friendly that is and eliminating your energy usage because you are tapping into the sun and your yearly bill, just everything combined. It's amazing. Thanks so much for sharing that. Yeah. And we, yeah, we do a lot of solar panels here, but they're not really, they're not super affordable for what you get. Um, So I love that you just, you saved up, you, you, you took advantage of a grant and I think that's so cool. So Thank you, Ellie. If you have another cool bill to share with us, um, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill and leave us a bill Mm. and we will be excited about it with you. We're always excited about these things. We are so excited. Like, and we don't feign it at all. We are legit. (laughs) We keep talking about sharing the video at some point because Jen and I do video calls with each other because there's so much that you miss out on with what our faces and our bodies do while we're yeah. recording. There's real Which excitement and fist fun, pumping happening. Yeah. Which, yeah, I, I don't watch a lot of YouTube, so I don't understand it, but apparently a lot of people do. So Someday. Maybe, yeah, maybe that'll day. be on the Frugal Friends goals. We should set Frugal Friends goals. We should. Well, 
It's okay. just occurring to us now. So cool. <laughs> We should have a goal planning meeting, Jill, <gasps> with the two of us. Yeah, and it could be because you're episode. like my podcast wife. Yes, and we are we'll a ne- power couple. We'll negotiate and everything. How do I get my partner on board with our finances? It's a top question we get from listeners, and we've realized it's a game changer when there are tools that allow you to work together better, like Monarch. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple design makes it so easy to set up and manage your household finances. Plus, they have built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. After trying out Monarch myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com slash special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. Yeah, we did set some individual goals. Mm -hmm. Which we will talk about now in our lightning round. Yes. So, Jill, you recently had a goal planning meeting with Eric. Oh, and yes, you saw that. I did see it. Of course, I, fo- I follow you. I'm watching always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a, it's kind, yes, it's a goal planning meeting. I guess we could call it that. I don't call it that because I think Eric would never participate if I called it that. <laughs> well, that's a thing. You have to, ca- you have to call it um, yeah. whatever your spouse will participate in. So, what did you call it? Oh, just Looking back on New Year's Eve predictions, <laughs> I don't know what we call it. You made Just a spreadsheet. Let's drink coffee on New Year's Day. So, yes, Eric and I have done this for the past, oh, I guess this is our fourth year. So since 2017, it started just on paper. We've moved to online because it's 2020 now. <laughs> But where we talk about what has happened in the past year, we uh, we did make some changes, but this is how it started. What has happened, what we think will happen in the coming year, and what we hope will happen in the coming year. This year, we got rid of the what I think will happen column. That was probably even after I posted on on our Facebook group. But I realized part of this idea of, okay, almost smart goals versus stretch goals of the realistic, what I actually think, but then the more stretch, like what I actually hope will happen. So we just moved into just stretch, like what we just hope is going to happen. 
So we do this every year, but we do it separately. That's something I didn't mention on social media. He does his and I do mine. So we don't even, so that's probably where it it shifts a little bit. There's more of Mm -hmm. a fun element to it. And then we put it away and we don't look at it until the next year. So the goal parts I do keep at the forefront of my mind, but there's aspects to it that are just somewhat prediction, somewhat I'm not sure what's going to happen and it's not that important to me what happens. I'm not explaining it well, but anyhow, it's fun. So, but as far as goals go, so we're sharing goals, right? Mm -hmm. Individual goals. So this year... I want to, and this is going to sound so, so small and so attainable, but you've got to understand, I really don't read that often, but I do want to read this year. So I'm setting a goal of reading three books, which for me is a lot because I read zero this past year. (laughs) I skim, I take little snippets. It's like this awful strategy that I developed through undergrad and grad school where I don't actually read start to finish. So. Read three full books. For me, I want them to be across a variety of topics, mostly probably professional, like aligning with my profession. I want to practice Spanish more. That's been a long term goal of mine to learn the Spanish language. So I've got some specific things related to that about how I'm going to do that. And then I also want to draw more. So for me, that will probably look like drawing two times a month. I'm going to do it when Eric is recording because his goal is to record his own album this year. So I'm seeing that I could kind of align my time with his when he's doing that. I could pull out my my pencils and pens and, and draw again. That's awesome. Yeah, kind of hobby-related goals. I'm excited about them. Yeah. I You could just go to Cancun to learn Spanish. We were practicing our <laughs> yes. Spanish over there. I was like, we need to come back more so we can speak more fluently. I have kicked around the idea of a Spanish immersion program. So maybe I I think I realized I was going to do it in 2020, go to Guatemala, attend like the Spanish acquisition program. But I realized that I'm not doing it consistently here in the States already, and I'm not forming those habits, then it's going to do nothing. I have to, if I go and I invest that time and money, I've got to have the ability to keep it up. And I think I have to prove that to myself now before I go. So So that's the plan. Nice. So my goals, um, I have, my goals are all pretty stretch. I, in the past have only made professional goals and I've realized more this past year that I want to be more well-rounded. So I don't want to sacrifice my personal growth or I don't want to grow professionally um, at the expense of my personal growth. And so that's um, so good. Yeah. So that's something I'm really taking to account this year because I, I go, go, go. I took like a four week maternity leave and then I was back to work. Like I just can't sit still. Yeah. So that's a big working 24 seven is a big problem for me. And I just, I want to continue to thrive, but also make some goals outside of that. So my first goal is professional. It's to earn six figures That is Mm -hmm. definitely a stretch goal for me. I've never come anywhere close, but I've made some smart goals and I've put some strategies in place where that will be attainable. Mm. So it'll be hard, but uh, attainable. So that's- Is this dual income or just you? Just me. 
Dang, girl. I know, I know. So it's definitely going to be a year where I'm really investing in mm-hmm. um, my business. Getting into that next tax bracket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm moving on up. Yeah. So my second one is to read the Bible in a year. Uh, I downloaded an app. Uh, It's called Daily Audio Bible. And they have the podcast. Mm. It's in podcast version too. But he reads the version like the amount that you would read. Because I've had trouble reading the Bible in the past. and But listening, I can do. And then he talks about it afterwards, which is helpful. It's like a 45-minute podcast, but only 30 minutes of it is the actual reading. And then to work out three times a week. I am super bad at fitness, uh, if you couldn't tell from all of the comments I make about fitness. Um, (laughs) But I do have a CrossFit membership, and I do use it regularly, and I want to be even more consistent in it so that I can actually see progress and uh, lose that baby weight. That's where I'm going with that. So those are my big goals for the year. Awesome. Yeah. And then pretty soon we'll have to set Frugal Friends goals. Yeah. I mean, we're almost at half a million downloads. And so I think we could get to... Which by the time this episode releases, probably we'll be there. We might be. Yeah. So maybe 750,000 downloads for the year. Mm -hmm. That would be lovely. Okay. Well, that brings us to our wrap up. And we're doing something a little different this year where, I mean, we want to thank you. That's nothing new. We're always so grateful for all of our listeners and for all of your kind reviews that you've given us on Stitcher and iTunes like this one. It says, fun! Exclamation mark. (laughs) It's my favorite title. Happens to be five stars. I found this podcast a couple months ago and I'm loving it. I have never been a big personal finance person, but you girls have demystified it for me and made it interesting and really fun. I feel so much more confident setting goals, having conversations, and even gasp budgeting. Mm. Listening always puts me in a good mood, so keep them coming. Thanks for all the time and energy you're putting in. Joy Crook. Thanks so much. And I think there's you. something really special about acknowledging the time and energy that this is. Thanks for that, it, Joy. Yeah. I appreciate it. Because, yeah, it does take time away from other things we could be doing to build our businesses. So, and we just, this is a passion project for us. We love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and to thank all of our friends for sharing the podcast with their yeah. friends. Because increasing our numbers is how we get sponsors and is how we can maintain all the behind-the-scenes functions. We want to thank you. So if you share this episode on Facebook or any social media platform, tag us in it. We're going to enter you into a drawing for an Amazon gift card, and we will pick one winner for every five tags at the end of the month. Yeah. And instead of giving away books, we are giving away $10 Amazon gift cards. So you can enter by leaving a review on iTunes or Stitcher, screenshot the review, send it to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. This is just another way to win. So we're still doing the reviews, but we're also doing the shares. That'll help us get to our three quarters of a million downloads. Yeah, that's our strategy is you share, you guys sharing on social (laughs) media. If you You all can get on board with our goal, it's the Frugal Friends goal collectively together. If you're a Frugal Friend, then you're in on this You're in with us. You are our Frugal Friends 
especially if you're in our Frugal Friends community on Facebook. It's a group called the Frugal Friends community. We're all in this together. So we are thankful for you. We hope that you have a productive, efficient, fun, and thriving 2020. Mm. We will see you next week. See ya. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriano. Um, I'd love to tour <laughs> Frugal <laughs> Friends tour. Visit all of our Frugal Friends domestically and internationally. Yes, that would be fun. Well, we're going to be in. I don't know how we'd make money off of that. I just want to go meet. Well, everybody. we'd have to get a sponsor of the tour. We wouldn't make money. We would just have to avoid losing money. <laughs> yeah, that would be the goal. <laughs> that would not be a 2020 goal that's that's a long-term goal but yeah our friends over at stacking benjamins have done some tours that align with conference dates so like when we did uh our tour in in washington dc we did Mm. a tour date there we were already there (laughs) we did (laughs) we did and we got to meet some really amazing people who listen to this podcast and have a blast and eat pizza and pretzels together. Yes. We met Susan and Ginny. Yeah. Real good time. Yeah. Come, cool. Coming at you maybe in 2021. Frugal Friends Live. Yeah. All right. Timons Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.